Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and today I have very special guests with me. Um, I am very, very fond of both of them and their publications. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the co-founders of um, Spa and Beauty Today, which is a phenomenal publication. Um, so I have with me Kamala Kirk and Lizzie Sherman. So welcome to the show, guys. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you. Really excited to join you. Um, so it's such an honor hosting you both. Um, I would love to get started about, you know, with just your backgrounds. Kamala, I want you to get us started about, you know, um, just everything in your career and what led up to, you know, this amazing publication that you've created. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, well, I graduated from uh, the University of Southern California back in 2011, and I pretty much since then have worked as an editor um, and journalist. I've, you know, I've worked in entertainment, uh, beauty, travel, done a variety of different topics and kind of was just kind of going along with my career, it, taking each opportunity that came my way. Um, and then probably for the past six or seven years or more, I've been working primarily in beauty and wellness. And Lizzie yeah. and I met working at working in the industry we were at different publications and we would always see each other at events and then we eventually were working for the same company and we bonded over our love of spas and wellness and kind of started yeah. talking about ideas that we had for our own type of publication because we, we we didn't see a lot of consumer stuff focused on spas out there and we yeah we put our heads together and we're like hey let's create something um sure kind of a resource where people could look up spas and read about them. So that was sort of kind of how my path to where I am now. I love that. And you know, that's brilliant because I'm, whenever I like travel, I'm like, like Googling and just, you know, trying to find the best spa. So I, it's brilliant. It really is. So Lizzie, I want you to um, tell us about your background and um, how you, you know, you and Kamala kind of came together for this. Sure, so I went to the University of Michigan and I also have a background working in media. Um, for me, it was mostly digital media. I started off in actually the music industry where I was a music journalist and worked for a music television channel. And then oh, wow. I had the opportunity to go work for a beauty company um, doing their digital media. It was a publishing company and I wound up becoming the digital director for seven of their publications and wow. they were trade beauty publications and I one of the publications I started working on was on the spa side and Kamala and I kind of bonded over the fact that there was information for people on the trade side of the spa industry but not yeah. a lot on the consumer side so we wanted right. to provide something that would offer people a little bit of both. I love that. I, I love that. So, and, and you guys have such, you know, different backgrounds. So that must have been interesting um, working together. Was there, were there any hurdles or was it just kind of, you know, um, love at first sight, you guys, you know, just meshed really well? I, I think, you know, Lizzie and I, you know, because we know each other, gosh, it's probably been at least seven years now. Um, you know, we met at an event and we kept seeing each other at events and we always liked each other and just got along and, you know, we became friends and um, it was just kind of a natural progression. I wouldn't say there were any hurdles except for, of course, you know, when you run a business or have a publication, there's other yeah. challenges you face along the way, but Lizzie has been a great partner. It's a lot of fun working with her. And I think we both have different sets of skills that combine really well together. Um, yeah. Like 
like this would be a really hard thing to do by myself, but with her experience and mine, it's, you know, it makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. And I love seeing like strong female partnerships. Like it's like my favorite thing in the world to see. So I want to like really hats off to both of you for being two, you know, very intelligent women coming together and, you know, creating this. This is amazing. Thank you. That's so Yeah. Cool. And Good. sorry, Thank go you. ahead. What'd you say? Yeah. Um, I actually want to talk about um, how, you know, it, when you started off the publication, you know, what were some of the initial steps? Because I don't know anything about, um, you know, in terms of like editorial, what it takes to really start your own magazine, right? Like, it's just, that's huge. So what were some of the, the first steps? Yeah, well, I think initially, you know, when Lizzie and I got together, we kind of started planning out like, what kind of content do we want to create? What do we want to offer? And yeah. it started with creating like a listing of spas, uh, creating spa profiles. And, you know, we were like, okay, we want to create like a database where people can go look up a spa by location or where they're going. Um, and then we started researching spas across the country. We both knew of a lot already um, and we had a lot of resources, but it was ongoing research and reaching out to spas and spa directors and, you know, asking them if we could publish profiles and interview them. And wow. we started doing that. And then we also wanted to offer beauty and wellness content to supplement it. And so we just, between us, we would pitch ideas. We'd have editorial meetings and be like, okay, let's let's write this article and this article. And we just, we initially, before our website went live, we had started to write a lot of different articles. So that way, by the time we went live, we had a decent number of articles up already that people could read. So it was a lot of content creation initially, I would say. What about you, Lizzie? Yes. So luckily, we both had a strong background in working for publications. So we kind of had an idea of what it took to get a publication off the ground. I have worked at publications since their launch. So I, on the digital side, so um, launching some a publication from the beginning was something I kind of had a little bit of an idea of how to do, but I had never done it by myself. And Kamala right. was the perfect person to partner with because we had a very similar vision. So that helped a lot as well. Um, so, you know, when, one thing that we wanted to make sure that we did was have a website that was easy to use and um, navigation so that people could find what they were looking for. So yeah. I think once we had that and knew what type of content we wanted to offer, we kind of went from there and hit the ground running. And we also had a lot of the contacts that we needed in the industry, which also helped a lot as well. Right. And, you know, Lizzie, I want to ask you, because I'm so curious about the digital side of um, of editorial and publications because I, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I'm very confused how that transition um, has been from paper to like, you know, now everything is blogs or, you know, digital uh, magazines. So like, what are some of the things that, um, you know, when you were first seeing this transition happen um, in the industry that kind of like really caught your attention, like some, some things that were hard to adapt to, I guess. Yeah, it was interesting because I kind of started out on the digital side from the very yeah. beginning when a lot of people weren't really taking it so seriously. Everyone was at that time was very focused on print. Yeah. So I, I kind of got into it and saw things as they changed. And it's, it's a constantly changing medium and it changes so fast. Um, one thing that 
I learned a lot about and got into early in my career was SEO, which I think when you're doing an online or digital publication is important to do some research on and know a little about. What is SEO, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, oh, okay. Sure. So SEO is search engine optimization. And okay. um, when you're an online publication, you want people to be able to find you easily. Right. So it's good to know, especially in Google, right? Because a lot of people are looking for things in Google, so or you yeah. know other search engines. So you want. So what is that? Is that like through keywords and stuff, or like how does that? So there's a lot that goes into it, but keywords is one of it. You know, if someone's looking up a specific topic, you want your site to show up. You know, right. towards the top. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So keyword key having the right keywords that are actually you know what people would be looking for if they wanted to find you is one of the important aspects of it right. there's a lot of other things so much and it's constantly changing as well uh, yeah it's very interesting to me and i'm gonna have to do my own homework after this episode because that's that's really intriguing and kamala i have a question for you because you know your content you know you guys have such amazing content like it's zero fluff you know and it, it's just <laughs> stories like when i go through especially the beauty section like i feel like you know what you're covering is it's very different. You know, it's not the standard like everyday article where I'm like, okay, yeah, 15 other people covered that. You know what I mean? Sure, so like, sure. like, I love that. And I want to talk to you about what, like how you find stories that you guys really love and like, what's your vetting process like? Oh, it's a great question. You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, throughout my career as a writer, you yeah. know, you always have to come up with ideas. I've been to so many pitch meetings and, you know, editorial meetings, all the publications I've worked for, you always have to keep coming up with new ideas. So I think like I've just throughout my career, I've always had different articles I've wanted to write. A lot of times previous, you know, publishers or editors have said no to some ideas, and but I've always kept those ideas with me. And so yeah. then when we launched our publication, it was kind of like, okay, let's publish what we want. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll be inspired by something or, you know, if I love a certain type of ingredient, you know, like pineapples, I, I'm a big fan of pineapples. So I'll, like I'm working on a pineapple themed product story right now. Like it's just, all we just kind of <laughs> come up with all these different ideas. Inspiration comes from all over, or sometimes we'll read about something that's trending and think of a way that we can make it into an article. And also we get a lot of people who message us and will be like, you know, they, they want a specific topic. They'll be like, can you write about this? And so we, yeah. we take into account what our readers want as well. I love that. I really love that. And I love that you're like so involved, you know what I mean, in your stories. Like I feel like, you know, if you work for a really big publication and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, ladies, but like, you know, mm -hmm. I always think like there might be stories that come across, you know, an editor's desk that aren't really something you really wholeheartedly want to write about. So mm -hmm. there, that must be really nice, right? Like you guys get to write about stuff that you really love. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so much interesting stuff happening in the industry right now so it's really not hard to find inspiring people to write about or interesting topics and there's right. just so much going on that the biggest problem is not having enough time to write about everything that we want to write about so <laughs> i was gonna say that lizzie like there there aren't enough hours in the day like and i have so many articles i that i always need to write so that's kind of the the main thing <laughs> yeah no i bet it's it's really busy i'm glad it's busy you know yeah. i mean you guys have a, such a great publication so but i want to okay so i want to shift gears a little bit because obviously you know the publication is also very dedicated to 
dedicated to spa um stuff so I and I love spas like I'm I'm one of those people that like when I travel like that's the first thing I look for in yes, the resort is like do you have a nice spa and I you know I I just want to know like the process like how do you get your tips and like you know if there's like a really cool like spa in some random part of the world like how do you get your tips is it your your you know readers or um yeah where does the information come from it's a little bit of everything. Um, for me, you know, I'm always reading, like I love reading about spas. So I'm always Googling and seeing what's out there. Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to have traveled a lot uh, for a lot of my life. When I grew up, I lived in different countries. So, you know, like I knew that because I used to live in Thailand. So Thailand has amazing spas. So that immediately. Yes. Oh my God. I love Thailand. <laughs> and I love, you know, friends are great resources, people in the industries. And now we get a lot of pitches too. So I'll get emails from publicists or spas in different places that want to be featured, which is so cool because, you know, they put themselves on our radar. And then of course we want to write about them because our goal is to educate um, our readers and share as many spas as we can. There are just so many out there and there's always new ones opening and there's, there's all kinds so it's, it's yeah interesting. that's so cool I love that and I feel like you know spas aren't just spas they're like almost like cultural pieces in countries you know what I mean like a cultural place in a way yeah. like you you go and you experience like the beauty culture of that place and it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing so I love that I really love that and by the way I don't know Kamala did you tell Lizzie about uh Teresia that I sent you the resort oh. Not yet. I haven't had the chance to, um, but I'm definitely going to mention it to her. Um, yeah. I made a spa recommendation. So I, I was definitely. I did. Um, Lizzie, you have to check it out. I can't it's, wait it's to hear about little, it. There's this little island on like off of Sicily. It's called Volcano and the spa is just, it, they just it's just a beautiful resort. But yeah, I want, it, let okay. me know when you check it out. <laughs> but, um, I, go ahead, I've been sorry. looking at, I, I've been looking at some of these Italian spas and Oh, I've been looking at some of these Italian spas and I was also watching that, um, that, what was that show called that was just on about, um, dining in Italy. What did you, do you remember? I forget. I know Stanley, what you're Stanley Tucci, the, that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it just really made me want to go, <laughs> go to Italy. So I'll, you'll have to tell us. We're kind of on a Qatar kick right now. We've been doing, um, we've been profiling several spas in Qatar. So yeah. like, I just profiled this one. Um, it's called Al Masila Spa, and it's I think it's the largest spa in the Doha region. And they have wow. like women's quarters that are divided into four worlds that are themed. I mean, it is so fascinating. What? Oh I'll send gosh. you the link. We just profiled it, but I love when spas incorporate the local culture or local ingredients that are native to the region, or find other ways so you have a unique experience that will that that is like exclusive to that place yeah yeah absolutely and you know I actually wanted to tell both of you this because I think it's an amazing point after what you said Kamala about how you grew up in different countries and you know you've really experienced the world and I think that is so apparent in your publication because there's no like you know I love that you guys don't have this like crazy marketing feel to your site you know what I mean where it's like oh I'm being sold something it's really like like everyone listening out there, when you go to spa, you know, when you go to their, their um, website, it's like, you learn about these places. Like it's the, the photography and the way it's presented. It's just it's beautiful. So I love how you guys have done that, you know? Thank you so Thank much. You. We, we just like sharing content that we find interesting with our readers. That's it. We're like, 
you know, I, if I think this spa is cool, I want to share it with my friends and other people. Yeah, we yeah. want to be like that publication that's kind of like your friend, like you reach out to your friend and ask them for a spa recommendation, you know, very just organic and natural and just kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little, um, you know, a hidden gem. Like that's what that's how it feels <laughs> like you. you know when you're looking you're like I just want like a list of all the good places you know like that's that's what I it reminds me of but anyways um I want to shift gear into obviously you know the podcast about beauty and skincare so I want to ask you guys more about your beauty section and how that is um you know in terms of I know I'm sure brands reach out to you all the time you know you're probably bombarded but when it comes to beauty and wellness and skincare um, what are some of the things that you guys look for um, that really match your ethos for your publication? Sure. So we have a couple of regular columns that we highlight on our site. Um, one is our beauty boss column, which yeah. Kamala does a lot. Um, and we also have a sustainable spotlight where we highlight sustainable brands. So a lot of times we're looking for brands for those columns. Um, we're, you know, we're always looking for brands that are doing new and innovative things, new launches, favorites, right. you know, classic favorites that are coming out with new products. And when it comes to like pitches and products that come our way, you know, I, I look at every pitch that I get and I'm like, is this something that I would want to try? And then yeah. I try it. Is this something that I would recommend? Do I feel comfortable sharing this with other people? Um, so that's why we like to test a lot of the products and try them out because, you know, you don't want to give any kind of false marketing. Um, of course. Yeah. And it goes back to what you were saying, Kamala, about being it's, it should be, a you know, something that, oh, your friend recommended this. You know what I mean? Like that feeling should come. So I, I like what you said. And, and just stuff that's appealing, you know, I'm always on Instagram, I follow a lot of brands, I love seeing what's out there. Sometimes I, I'll come across something random myself and I'm like, wow, this is cool. And I'll reach out to the brand and see if we can do a feature. So it's kind of a variety of ways that we find our content. But at the end of the day, we just want to find good products that have a good story. We love supporting um, smaller businesses, especially female-owned skincare and beauty companies. We love being a platform, um, you know, where these uh, different brands can, you know, reach an audience and share more about their products. Um, so that's yeah. something that we love doing. I love that. And I think that very, very few people think like you guys, honestly, like I just know from this experience of launching a business, how difficult it is to reach the, you know, the right ears. You know what right. I mean? Like it's right. very difficult. And it's like, you would think like as a female founder, like people mm -hmm. are more receptive, but it's just not the case right now, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I actually, um, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about more general stuff. You know, I, I, I don't want to drill you guys too much on the publication. <laughs> I really actually just want to talk fun beauty stuff. So what are some of the things that you've been noticing in the industry that you're both loving or, you know, a trend or a product line that you're really loving right now? So, we'll start with Lizzie. <laughs> so there's a few trends that I've been noticing right now. Well, one that's kind of been going on for a while, but it's just continuing to just. Everyone is coming out with CBD products and that product, that topic just is constantly growing. And um, another interesting one that I've seen lately is probiotic beauty, but um, yeah. not topical probiotics. Um, so that one's been interesting too. 
Another, what about you? Oh yeah, sorry. Another one I'm seeing is um, customized products. I'm seeing more of that now where, um, you know, you go on the website and you, um, you know, you, if you fill out a questionnaire and, yeah. you know, you talk about your skin type and your hair type, and then they create the product based around your specific needs. Um, some of them, you can even put your name on it. And I think that's a lot of fun. Ooh, you know, we, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually working on a roundup of personalized um, uh, products and brands. I'll, I'll definitely share with you when it's out. Cause I, I think that's a lot of fun. I think a lot of people like the chance to sort of be involved in the process of kind of creating or making their product. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like I had this conversation with, I don't remember like when it was, but we had this conversation about how maybe the next step in skincare is to have this like ultra personalized approach, you know? And it's like, mm -hmm. I'm noticing that like companies are really integrating that into their whole like process. And I, yeah, I hear you. I think that's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Super fun. Um, so, you know, I, I want to actually ask, a, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. And one other thing I want to mention is I think a lot of brands and Earth Day is coming up. So um, I just thought of it for that too. Um, a lot yeah. of brands are making conscious decisions to be more sustainable and make more earth friendly choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also be more transparent in their ingredients. So, yeah. right. and, and where they're sourcing their ingredients and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really like, yeah, you're right. There's a really hot spot. And I, I'm not going to lie. Every brand I have on here, I'm like drilling them. Like, so how are you sustainable? Right, <laughs> like, right. You know, like, how are you really clean? What is clean? And by the way, can we just ask, can I ask you guys that what your opinion of that whole labeling is like clean skincare versus non-clean skincare versus medical grade skincare? Like, what do you guys think about that as editors? You know, it's, it's hard. I'll be honest. I mean, like a lot of things aren't labeled um, accurately or, you know, the, the guidelines, like you can be called, you know, organic um, if you just meet a minimum criteria. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I think, you know, you can't always just believe everything you read. I, I really recommend that people do their research, um, do their homework, um, read, you know, look at the ingredients. I think that's the most important thing. Look at the actual ingredients and, yeah you know, see, see if there's chemicals in there that you're not comfortable with, like do the research. Right. Right. I agree. What about you, Lizzie? I also think it's kind of your own comfort level. I think just because something has certain chemicals in it, there's a lot of research and development that goes into some of these products. So yeah. Oh, you cut out. I can't hear you right now. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll backtrack a little. Yeah, just say um, it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, sorry. My, I guess my internet connection is cutting out a little. Um, that you shouldn't necessarily think that just because something has chemicals in it that it is bad, or that because something's labeled clean that it's good. You might want to do your own research on what products and ingredients you're comfortable with. Um, there's a lot of research and development that goes into products, you know, different medical products, certain ingredients are needed to be effective sometimes. And um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's dangerous. Although, you know, you probably want to do your own research on what you yeah. think. No, I completely agree with you. Like, that's a solid point because, you know, there is medical research out there. And it's like, I just wonder, like, 
you know, we can't keep coming up with marketing terms, right? Like we, at one point we have to be like, either the science is there or not. So yeah, I don't, it, it's interesting, but thank you for uh, sharing your, your views on that. That I always get confused about that whole labeling thing. So totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I actually want to ask you guys um, one question is how it's been like merging like for example, you know, obviously like spas and covering spas and then beauty products, like how has that been um, in terms of like integrating that into your publication? Is, the, is, that, is it challenging or is it, does it go hand in hand? I think it's a seamless, easy transition. They go together, you know, I mean, okay. typically if you like going to a spa, you're into wellness and self-care, then, you know, you also want to invest in your, your skincare or use beauty products. You know, it's, it's all about the health on the inside and outside. So I think right. both go together naturally. And, you know, a lot of spas carry a lot of different beauty and skincare products. And um, so, and we both use a lot of these products. So I think it just kind of goes together naturally. And we like writing about all of it. Right. I love that. What about anything from you? Lizzie? Yeah, a lot of, yeah. A lot of spas retail different beauty brands. So it's always interesting to hear from the spas mm -hmm. to find out what products that they like and what they're using in their treatments. And sometimes you can take some of those products home to continue with the, you know, at yeah. home um, maintenance between services too. So. Right. Right. No, I, I, that's really interesting. And I, and I feel like you guys are very unique that way because it just, it flows really well, like the beauty content and then the spa content, it just really meshes really well. So that's why I was wondering, I'm like, I, did they work on the, how many hours did it take to come up with like, you know, syncing the beauty and the spa pieces together. So that's why I was asking. Totally. Yeah. I think they, I think they, um, they go together naturally. And for me, it's like, you know, if you want your makeup and cosmetics to look good, you also want to take care of your skin. So you need good, a good skincare regimen, just as you, you know, you can't just use good makeup and expect your skin to look flawless if you're not taking care of it and getting exactly. facials and doing other things. Exactly. No, I totally agree. Now, honestly, okay, I have a very big question for both of you, because I love the route that you've taken with your editorial backgrounds. And I want to ask you um, why you chose this route in terms of like creating something for yourself versus like, I see a lot of editors these days who are like kind of like influencers, you know, they've gone mm -hmm. in this route of just, you know, kind of building up their social medias. But I feel like what you guys are doing is just so much more creative and free. So like, can you tell me about, did you guys ever consider that like doing the social media thing um, versus not and, you know, I mean, you know, we definitely have, you know, I, I've had a few people say, oh, why didn't you try to become an influencer? And I feel like we're kind of in the middle, right? Like we, yeah. you know, we do post a little bit about ourselves and our wellness adventures, but, you know, this platform, we really wanted it to be highlighting the brands and the spas and the business owners. And, um, you know, we're telling their story. And sometimes, you know, we'll show you from a first person perspective, but other times it's through their own words. So, yeah. It just it just kind of felt like that was the way we wanted to create it. It, it just I, I like doing it that way personally. What about you, Lizzie? Yes, I think we both wanted to provide information that was useful for people and what people were looking for and wanted, and rather than focus on ourselves. And sometimes we might be in there, but it's mostly being able to provide what people are looking for as far as what when they're trying to find a spot or find information about a beauty brand or wellness right. things that are going on so 
Right, right. I, I like that, you know, and I, I come on, I love what you said about like, you know, be, because I think, you know, there's, yeah, there's a limit to like being an influencer. You know what I mean? Like we have like 50 million influencers in the industry. So like, you know, I would much rather support, you know, like what you're doing, which is like, you know, a brand new concept. It's, it's new, it's intriguing, it's different, you know, rather than just scroll through Instagram all the time and you know find like lipstick so it, it's interesting um what you guys are doing but I I want to close off by um asking for some advice for all of our listeners who might be um you know interested in editorial or interested in maybe even starting their own blog or publication do you guys have any little nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that we can share with them Um, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing is, you know, get started. Don't be afraid. You know, I think a lot of people are like, uh, stop themselves because they're like, well, well, how do I do it? Or what do I do? Or maybe I'm not able, you know, just you have to be confident, believe in yourself and just go for it, you know, and think about what it is that you want to do. I recommend picking, you know, whether it's a topic you want to blog about or a publication you want to start, make sure it's a topic or an industry that you're passionate about, because then it won't, yeah feel like as much work and you'll enjoy it. Like I love writing about spas, so I, I could do it for, for hours. Um, you know, if you pick something that you think is trendy, but you're not as into it, then it, your heart's just not going to be there and I, it won't be as authentic. So right, right. pick something you love and are passionate about, whether you have experience or you want to learn more. I think as a journalist, you know, I've become, you become somewhat of an expert on different topics because you have to research them and interview people. And so for us, spas and wellness, we love it. I could go to spas all day. I, I miss going to spas. And I <laughs> you and me both. But it's, I'm passionate about it. And like, I love sharing it with people. So <laughs> that, that would be kind of my initial advice. Yeah. I love that. What about you, Lizzie? Any, think, any nuggets? I think the hardest part is probably getting started. A lot of people think about starting think, something and they just are trying to perfect it before they even get started. I think just yeah. do it and find your way as you go. And don't worry about what anyone else says or you know if other people are negative about starting it or anything like that. Because it's hard with social media. You know, you're yeah. we're constantly comparing ourselves to everyone else and seeing what everyone else is doing. And everyone's already. You might feel like oh, other people have are already ahead of me and have already started. Just start it. Be consistent. Consistency is another important yeah. thing. Um, you know, consistency goals, whether that's every day or every week, um, right. and then just keep going. And then I love that. Go, I love that you you're saying that because honestly, I think that is like one of the biggest keys that people miss is the consistency part. Like you have to stay consistent with whatever you're doing. So I love that. I wanted to add too that you know it's success isn't overnight you know we launched this almost three years ago we've come a long way but we still have goals and are growing and we it's you know you have to just stick to it you know there's days when you're exhausted or burnt out or you feel like you're not making as much progress and that's okay but the point you know you just have to kind of stick with it and whether it's writing an article a day or posting on social or whatever it is. And every little step that you take will get you a step closer to your goals and have long-term and short-term goal goals so you can celebrate your victories along the way. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's huge. That's really huge. I mean, real talk, like, you know, people do not celebrate, you know, even if something feels like a small victory, sometimes it's a lot bigger than you realize. So I hear you there. That's, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you so much, both of you. Seriously, I'm so 
you know, honored to know you both women, like, you know, you're phenomenal women. I'm so excited to share, you know, more information about your amazing publication with my listeners. This has been such an amazing show. So thank you for your time and your wisdom. Thank you. This has been such an honor and I can't wait to keep listening to more episodes of your podcast as well. <laughs> so awesome to be connected. Thank you so much, Kamala. And thank you so much, Lizzie. I, Thanks you know, so I really- Kendra. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And everyone listening out there, if you guys have not checked out Spawn Beauty today, you guys have got to go check it out and, you know, leave some feedback, leave some comments. If you guys have some questions for Kamala and Lizzie's team, um, please share them. I will pass them along and um, leave some feedback for us on Spotify or iTunes or any platform that you're listening to us on. Thank you so much. And I'll be back next time. Hi guys, this is Ekta again. I just wanted to pop in and say I hope you really enjoy this episode and also just to mention that we are so excited about our new sponsorship package and um, we've been getting an immense response from it. So thank you so much to everybody who's responded. And also if you know anybody or if you're a brand that is looking to sponsor us, please shoot us an email at skincareanarchy at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the episode and I will be back next time.